This is another five star production. Yeah, sending this one out to my man Killer B. No doubt, indeed. Without weed, you know what I'm saying? That old real shit. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever from these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. You shook, cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks. They never around when the beef cooks in my part of town. It's similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the latest and greatest episode from the Tribe Talk Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, we have Clayton. Howdy. Stats and research, we got Brandon. That's Coach today. Coach. Coach Wallison. All right. right. And last but not least, from parts unknown, you actually can't see him this week, but you can see us. We have Khalil. What up? All right. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? I'm doing great. It's been a great weekend. Uh, uh, You guys? You guys doing okay? Are you still getting over that L? I know it's hard. I'm all right. The NBA Jam L. The NBA Jam L. Were you there? Yeah, I was just, I was yeah he him. did his ass kicked in Madden 03. No shot, bro. Bro, the controllers, bro. Come on, you're not going to play. Where, where'd you guys go? What was the name of that place? 10th level. 10th level? Yeah. What is it, just old school arcade games? Yeah, basically. Like Glitch, they, pretty much? Basically. Mm-hmm. Basic, but better. No, a little it's bit better. better than Glitch. Cause they had, well, like video game consoles? Glitch has like arcade games. They basically have like a computer screen that has a bunch of video games from the different consoles. Oh, that's so like bad. after we played NBA Jam, we played what was it Mario Mario Kart? Uh, yeah, we played Mario Kart sixty four, yeah. and then on the other side they have the uh, karaoke, and then they have like PlayStation fours and stuff over there. God damn! Yeah, yeah. Is it expensive? No, barely spend no. any money. You can oh. play. You can play for free. Yeah, oh, you don't really? have to. You don't yeah. have to spend anything. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Did you guys go out afterwards, or you guys just yeah, yeah? We did. Surprisingly, even though it was like a storm basically on on the horizon. Regular night, for the most part. So you went out afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. You guys, nothing, no story off of that, really. You guys always have a story off of that, always. Mm, nothing. No. I don't think so. Just a slow. Maybe it was the storm. The storm took up a lot of our time. I mean, I saw one old dude trying to get at this girl, and then she was she finessed him enough to get her a drink, and then just got the hell away from him. Oh, she beat the system. Good for her. Yeah. Proud of her. <laughs> You call that beating the system, though? Yeah. Why not? If I was a girl, I would do it, too. You kidding me? Wouldn't you? Nah, I, don't, I wouldn't do that to you, anybody. You wouldn't do that to anybody? I, I always say I wouldn't do stuff to people that I wouldn't want somebody to do to me. That's always my, that's like my moral compass. You should probably tell Tyler Hero that. Let's get to the MLB report. Oh, I had to go after my dog later. I can't even. Nah, nah. Come on, man. Leave my dog alone. You got to leave him alone. Go ahead. So are you gonna do it? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. But like, come on, man. <laughs> what you love to take a shot at that poor lady? She was distraught. I, I I'm taking the shot at Tyler Hero. She is not in the wrong. Oh, uh, uh, Brandon on the other hand has some other thoughts and concerns. That no, that's hey, not true. Mm, that is not true. Look, if y'all got to be careful. It's the local sports podcast. <laughs> I don't care what happens nationally. Y'all talk bad about people nationally. Y'all can't talk bad about people I that we might have to see at hey, some point. I didn't talk bad about these people. Okay. Okay. Well, Are first, we a sports pod? I did not. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to bleep that out. All right. Great. No, you don't. I'm going to bleep that out. No, We're not doing that. Wait till we get the basketball. Right. We're going to talk about it. All right. Okay. 
Can we start now? I'm waiting on you to make the drop. I was, okay. I was saving some airtime. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. I love that. No problem. And now, Clayton's MLB report. Give me some, Brandon. The devil has left. Joe Girardi. <laughs> yo, yo. Joe come Girardi. on, man. I can't believe that. Come on, today. man. Joe Girardi is out of the Phillies uh, organization, gone forever. Uh, Don't we, say that. You never know. Out of the Phillies? Yeah. Probably. You can always make a comeback like and, 10 years from now. You know, there was a lot of questions if Joe Girardi being fired was like the actual problem. Maybe you could say, you know, you guys aren't hitting enough, right? You guys, you know, ball was supposed to go boom. Ball has been silent, you know, over the first couple of uh, months of the season. But with that being fired, uh, Rob Thompson, bench manager, is now 3-0 with a run differential of 15 runs. Plus 15. Okay, Joe Girardi, uh, you know, the differences between Rob Thompson and Joe Girardi. Uh, Joe Girardi did not believe in his young talent. Bryson Stott, Mickey Moniak, Nick Matten. Uh, the second Joe Girardi fired or got fired, Rob Thompson put those guys into the lineup. And guess what? They made great things happen, especially Bryson Stott, the number one overall or the number one overall prospect in the Phillies farm, hitting a walk off home run today. Right before that, Bryce Harper hitting a grand slam to tie the game in the bottom of the eighth inning. That is what we call a fire under their seats. They got it. They got a jolt into that organization finally. George Girardi getting fired was absolutely the right thing to do. And you could see it on the field today. Because any other game this season, uh, George Girardi wouldn't have had any type of comeback. And also, he was horrible at bullpen management. I'm pretty sure we would have won at least seven extra games this season if it wasn't for him and his horrible bullpen management and uh, not believing in his young stars. But I mean, is it Joe Girardi's fault that your bullpen ERA is higher than the price of gas? Ever since Brad Hand in like California, you do know Rob Thompson. Like Rob Thompson came in. Our bullpen ERA has dropped drastically. Really? Yes. Brad, Wait, Hand. Brad Hand's on your team, right? 1.116 yeah, ERA in his last, like, three, 30, like... Uh, no, 13 appearances. He 13 appearances? He okay. Well, then there you go. I saw that on Twitter. All right, yeah. So you're welcome. All right. Are we, sh- are we I didn't sure? I know he was on your team. I only made note of it because I remember he was at one time a Marlin, and they traded him for nothing. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Quick question. Are you sure this is not just, like, a we lost somebody, like, we got a new voice, so we're playing better, and then they'll eventually go back to, like, who they actually are? Yeah. Probably. But okay, you got to okay. ride the wave now, you know? You, you never know what the future may hold, Robert. You know that. You're the first one to say that, you know? So you don't, you don't really know. This could have been... This, Nick, Nicholas Cassianos was batting .199 to start, uh, like, the last couple weeks of this season. And since uh, Joe Girardi getting fired, he has been on fire. Kyle Schwarber is third in the league in home runs. Bryce Hart tied for third. Uh, tied for third with a bunch of other people in home runs. Bryce Harper tied for fifth in home runs across the entire league. The ball has been going boom for those guys. All right, it's just a matter of when they're coming up to bat. You know, I don't, I don't think um, Joe Girardi was Nick Castellanos' problem. I also saw on Twitter that I believe since he oh he's ben at Ben Simmons' house. Yeah, and John Crook came out today and said, unlike Ben Simmons, he's actually going to try and play through it. So shout out to John Crook. Oh. <laughs> he said that. I think he said that live on the broadcast too. Damn. Yeah. So poor Ben Simmons. The I Phillies, can't wait for him to go back to Philly next year. Who? 
Ben Simmons? Are we sure ben he's actually Simmons gonna be playing? Ain't, ain't no shot, man. Ain't no. Oh, you mean like go back to play? Yo, yeah. He might, he might do like LeBron, like when he first left Miami, and like he never. Every played. time it's time to play, my back. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Okay, so with that, the Phillies are trending up, which is a great thing. Slow week in baseball. We had to talk about the Joe Girardi firing, but I have a little hot take myself, right? Aaron Judge may win MVP this season, as he should be. He's been on a tear. Um, he should have won MVP in, like, 2017. But, you know, Jose Altuve had a buzzer on his chest. People forget. Uh, but I will say this. The Yankees right now are the hottest team in baseball. And it's not even close. Mm-hmm. I've seen this picture before. The Yankees will not win their first playoff matchup this season. They are playing the likes of the Detroit Tigers and the Baltimore Orioles every other week this season. I want them to see I want to see them play some real competition before I put any respect on the Yankees. And I'm sorry to say that, Fabian, but they have played fucking no one this entire season. And I need to see some competition before we can start claiming the Yankees as World Series winners already, which it, they've already been isn't, saying. Isn't their whole division a disaster? Like, the Red Sox are terrible. The Red Sox are terrible again. The Orioles are bad. The, are the Blue good. Jays actually were supposed to be good. Vladimir Guerrero is having a down season. Yeah. Um, the Blue Jays are actually they had the same hype as the Phillies. Not there anymore. Huh. Blue Jays are probably their only competition in that division. Wow. Maybe, if that. Rays aren't good, right? I don't think they've... I think they're... Ske- I could be wrong. I think I saw this on Twitter. The combined record that they have played this season has been a losing record. Wow. So. It's been annoying for me. Why? My dad's a Yankees fan. We were watching the game yesterday. We went out to eat. He was talking to shit. It's only a matter of time before Giancarlo or Aaron Judge get gendered. It's only One a matter of, of time. Aaron Judge reminds me of Joel Embiid. Big guy. Just always injured all the time. He has the talent. You know, but he's always injured all the time. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. It's only a matter of time before it happens. We see it every year. Yankees, pump the fucking brakes. Close me the fuck out. Okay. Well, and that was Clayton's MLB report. Uh, we are now going to talk about basketball uh, because we had a listener. Are we just going to keep doing this? Yeah, because that was... I don't want this to be be our show. We're better than this. No, we're not. Yes, yes, we are. You probably are. I I don't even know. I'm not better than this. What what (laughs) happened to what John Cena said? Rise above. Rise above hate? Rise above. (laughs) That's the name of this. That's going to be the title of this episode. Rise above. I'm good, fam. Uh, Apparently, (laughs) we don't talk enough basketball on this sports podcast uh, no, no, no. That was not the fair, complaint. The complaint was that he, we talk, we talk our, too much heat basketball. Coverage, the way we cover I, basketball is not appropriate to this listener. He uh, feels that we should discuss the games more. Are we not a local pod, sure, sir? I thought, hey, man, I, I said, thought we were I a said local the, pod. Hey, man, I said the same. I mean, thing. I you thought know? that was a fair I point. Like, I thought our, our dreams are to be big, but you know, you have to be humble. Grassroots. Yeah, I you agree. have to, you have to remember where your roots are. You know, and this is local, Miami, South Florida. You know, wherever you listen to the pod, right? Even if and even if you uh, listen outside the air, we we love you as a listener. Obviously, um, I don't I don't know about y'all, but like I feel like I feel like I talk about the games like not like Zach Lowe like dirty stuff because I like I could, but I don't think anybody would listen to that. But you know, like I'll tell you the defensive matchups. You give a you give an honest stuff. opinion. 
you know, I feel like an honest, honest opinion. No, it's like fair. It's not. It's not a I Homer mean, podcast I feel per like se. I do stuff like that, but you know, apparently, not everyone agrees. All right. Well, well let's let's move past that. All right. Well, we are moving past. We're gonna rise above it together. There you go. Rise there above. You, there you go. Uh, and with that, we have the our, we we had the game one of the finals versus uh, the Warriors versus the Celtics. The Warriors having one of the biggest. Fourth quarter collapses in NBA Finals history. Celtics winning the game 120 to 102? 108. 108. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to throw it to you, Coach. Coach Brandon today. That's, that's right. Coach, Coach Brandon. Brandon. We're going to do a little Coach's Corner for you, Dion. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> yes, I name drop. I name drop. I look, I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. okay? I do not care about these finals, and I said it last week. I did not watch game one. I don't plan on watching game two unless you put it on the TV. We're, we're about to put it on. So I'm you not going to watch watching. game three, game four, game five. I could fucking care less about these finals. And if anyone else in the national, you know, uh, United States care about this, you're either a Warriors or fan or you're a Warriors fan or you're a Celtics fan. Because I or don't you're know. you're not a Celtics fan. Oh, I don't know how you, because I don't know how you can get behind these finals, honestly. This okay, why like are you saying of, that? Why? It's not bad basketball. We, I mean, last year we watched, like, uh, Milwaukee and Phoenix. And, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad series, but it wasn't, like, the most entertaining series either. I mean, well, you had what you well, you well, one of the best finals performances. You do have to say that with Giannis, okay? I, I, uh, going like later on. Game. Yeah, and that was, like, really that last game, the 50-piece. The and nugget, also, Phoenix it. went up 2-0, and then they came back and won 4-2. So uh, you did have. I feel like last year's finals was actually pretty decent. I don't know why you guys keep saying it wasn't the greatest. We've had we've been spoiled by some great finals over the yeah, years. It felt no, very felt very old uh, four oh five finals to me, like yeah. like uh, Spurs Pistons. Spurs Pistons. Yeah, this just, is actually it was a finals, but nobody really remembers. Nobody cares. This series is actually great basketball. I watched the I I watched the first three quarters. Thought the Warriors had it. Thought I could go to sleep. Woke up at like one thirty in the morning, and I was wrong. Like them old school TNT West Coast games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I saw it coming. But uh, Dion, for you, I decided to sit down. I we should name. We should just name. What it you Dion. got a problem with? We it? should. We should bo- episode make, episode one twenty eight. Dion, this is for you. There you exactly. Go. There. There's you the go. title. All right. I sat down. I broke down the film, and I came with a breakdown for you. And I, I hope it's acceptable. Can I put down my mic? Are you? I'm not trying to be. I mean, no, you can if you want to, but like I tried what I got a breakdown and I tried to make it. I looked it over with Robert, tried to make it uh, people friendly. Mm -hmm. Like I got a little bit of nerdy stuff in there, but not too nerdy. So I feel like, you know, we can have a discussion about this. Let's Uh, educate the people on the collapse. Exactly. So here's what we're going to do. The way I'm going to start off with this, I I guess we'll take the two, the two biggest storylines from the game one. The first being, I'll start in chronological order, Stephen Curry's record-breaking first quarter. Mm-hmm. Made six threes, broke the record held previously by Ray Allen, and I believe it was Kenny Smith. The uh, Jet. Yes, Kenny the Jet Smith. Um, in that first quarter, Curry was absolutely sensational. Had 21 points on seven for nine field goals. Field goal shooting, six for eight from three. Um, largely against the Boston drop coverage particularly with Robert Williams. They tried Robert Williams in a low drop and a high drop, and quite frankly, after watching the tape, um, I have no idea who came up with that Boston game plan, but it was god-awful because they were treating Stephen Curry like he was um, anybody else on the court. 
but Stephen Curry. Um, in fact, there was one sequence I saw where they, the Warriors ran a, a screen action for, with Curry and Poole off ball, and two Celtics defenders went to Jordan Poole, cutting to the basket, and left Stephen Curry wide open for a three. Yeah, that's bad defense. So I don't really understand what the hell was going on there in the first quarter. However, credit to the Celtics and Ime Udoka. They did make an adjustment um, and started shooting <laughs> Steph Curry like he is Stephen Curry. And for the rest of the game, he scored 13 points on 5 for 16 shooting. Uh, struggled mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, the biggest adjustment, they didn't really stop the drop coverage. They didn't do it as much. Um, but what they started doing was um, pre-switching. Um, and instead of having Robert Williams come out to the drop because they don't want Robert Williams out there on the three-point line, they'd rather have him by the basket for the rim protection. They would pre-switch Robert Williams and Al Horford. So now um, Al Horford would usually be guarding either Andrew Wiggins. Um, well, they were having it. It was with Andrew Wiggins because they would put Robert Williams on him. Uh, so, you know, he's a non-shooter so that he could just stand in the paint. But they would pre-switch that, have Horford come out, and guard Stephen Curry on the uh, pick and rolls and, and in the traps, and that seemed to work for them. As far as the any any, any questions on that? No, you're nailing everything, bro. Okay, All this right. isn't usually what we do. Like I said, we All try right. to keep it lighthearted, but some people they yeah. don't like it. All right, the uh, Celtics. The last, obviously, we had the Celtics um, fourth quarter explosion or the Warriors collapse, however you want to say it. Collapse. Uh, Warriors collapse. Okay. The Celtics outscored the Warriors in that quarter, 40-16. to 16. It capped off by a 17-0 run that lasted from the 6-0-5 mark to the 144 mark. Key to that stretch was, or to their comeback, was the combination of Al Horford and Jalen Brown, who combined for 21 points. Specifically, Al Horford, 11 points in that quarter, 4 for 4 from the field, two for two on three. Jalen Brown, 10 points, four for six from the field, two for three from three. So, pretty tough. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Al Horford, uh, because I was seeing this stat about Bam and stuff like that. Uh Al Horford's three-point attempts and makes has skyrocketed this season, has it not? Yes, it has. He is. uh, I do have a little, uh, well, I can go into it now a little bit. Um, So... Actually, that's a perfect segue, Clayton. You're so welcome. The second part, what I did here, is I took keys to the game specifically mm. um, that actually will probably end up being keys to like, the series as a whole. Um, and the first one was a lot of people, particularly after that game, were talking about um, the Warriors' defense, Boston's like the greatest team of all time, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Why? And so what I decided Boston, the greatest to, team of all time? I'm sorry, bro. I thought defense. They said def- I thought they were talking to about To be fair, defense. I don't know if anybody said that because I have not watched or listened to a sports podcast since the Heat lost. I well, just, I've heard their defense is like historically. Their defense, saying defense actually is, is historically, historically good. The hype on the defense is real. Um, Even though I, could, I have some I, holes to punch in that claim. Yeah, you could. Um, not really that hard. You're right. Um, however, uh, anyway, back to what I was talking about here. The uh, Eric Spolstra back in the Philly series after game three, that embarrassing loss, he came out and he said, I want to get back to the film and see what is emotion and what is real. Ever since he said that, I have stolen that phrase and I have used it in every aspect of my life. (laughs) 
So now that is what I went and did. You're living your life by a spoism? A spoism, Okay. Yes. You know why? Okay, why? Because la spostra, nostra. Okay, all right, there all you right. go, there you go. All right, and the first key to that game specifically was poor communication on defense by the Golden State Warriors. And I will tell you right now, that is emotion, okay? That won't happen again. All right, the Warriors are too good defensively. Draymond Green specifically was god-awful. I have never seen Draymond Green play such bad defense in my life. And back to your point there about Al Horford, specifically Draymond Green was ignoring Al Horford almost the entire game, just like refused to guard him, which I didn't understand because going into that game specifically, Al Horford was shooting 43% from the three-point line. He made six threes in that game, which was a team high. I don't know what his percentage is, like what he shot from the field, but I would imagine those six made threes probably push his percentage north of 45% for the playoffs. You're not going to win when Al Horford is leading the team in three points made. You're not. I don't know what this is. I mean, oh, no, 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 no. They can absolutely win doing that because it's, they're – No, 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 no. I'm saying – that's what I meant. Like, you're going to lose if Al Horford oh, does that. That's okay. what I meant to say. Okay, My okay. bad. I got to twist it up. Like, cause you haven't gotten it to yet. And I'm sorry to interject you because you were no, going you're off good. on a beautiful tangent. Jason Tatum didn't have the greatest game. That uh, is one of my points. We will get to that. Go ahead. Um, Al Horford is a player. Look, Al Horford is not Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Stephen Curry. Jason, Al Horford is a very capable player who can do exactly what he did if you're giving him open shots. Every, like, every time. He is not Marcus Smart. He is not Derek White. He is not Daniel Who was the Tice. second coming of Michael Jordan ever since he had his baby, apparently. Who, Derek White? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. You, Got kids. I don't know what the Warriors' game plan was defensively. I was not, obviously, in the room when they came up with it. However, it looked to me like their game plan was to ignore Al Horford. And if that's the case... That is a problem, and I, I am sure that is an adjustment that they will make. Um, number two. Actually, we'll skip. My, I'll do my second one last since you brought up Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum had one of the worst shooting nights in the history of the NBA Finals. He was 3 for 17. Mm. Terrible. Terrible. And there are a lot of people um, out there that would look at that 3-for-17 box score and say, that's not good enough. That's terrible. Why are you a superstar? Or why do you have all the hype you get? And that's fair. He needs to do better than 3-for-17. If Jason Tatum shoots 3-for-17 every game for the rest of the series, the Celtics will have a hard time winning. However, Jason Tatum did not have a bad game. Jason Tatum had a really good game, despite that. Okay. Clayton's looking at me crazy. Please do entertain me. Jason Tatum had 13 assists in that game. Okay. Every single one of those assists was key to basically Boston exploding on them. Um, the Warriors' defensive strategy, slightly different than the Heat. Uh, they did not slightly different, very different. Um, they... They defended um, Tatum well. They used Wiggins on him primarily. Um, obviously, he had a tough shooting night. However, the problem that they ran into was when Tatum would try to, you know, he'd 
go to create, the passes were too easy. The, they, the Celtics, and Jason Tatum in particular, destroyed the Warriors' defense on a skip pass. For those of you who may not be big on basketball, a skip pass basically means you skip the next obvious guy, like basically the closest guy to you, and throw it to the second guy, which would mean the defense has to make two rotations instead of one. Um, that really threw the Warriors' defense out of whack because most of the time on the court, while Stephen Curry is not like a terrible defender like people like to make him out to be, he is not a plus defender. And then you have Jordan Poole, who is basically a traffic cone on defense. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> so no, he he's really when you if you ever watch him play defense, it's atrocious. It's he's like not even interested. It's like James Harden level bad. So you're out there. It makes it really difficult for your defense to rotate properly, and um, and recover. Whereas if you look in the Heat series, the Heat defensive scheme. Was, Be careful, Brandon. Uh-huh. You're talking too much about the Heat. Watch out. Dion is necessary for me to make this point. So just want to just want to let you know, bro. All right. They uh, the Heat's defensive scheme. They did they mixed it up and they did a lot of different things. But they had most success playing what is called boxes and elbows. You have two guys on the low block, two guys on the elbow. That's simple. That's why it's called boxes and elbows. Um, and what they were looking to do out of it, they didn't care who the hell Jason Tatum got on their matchup. So. If they wanted to attack Max Struess. They gave that up, no problem. Let him have it. And when Tatum would drive, he's driving into two and three guys. And when those guys are Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, P.J. Tucker, guys who are very good, they are long, they have active hands, those passes are very difficult to make. They're not easy sometimes. Even if he gets the pass away, you know, the pass might be high or it's a little to the left, a little to the right, low. And that is what gives your defense time to recover. The Warriors were not able to do that. They, were, they would simply switch, um, try to recover, but the hands weren't active, and he had clean passing lanes to pick out his shooters. So much so that the supporting cast of the Boston Celtics shot 18 of 28 for 64% Jesus. from the three-point line in game one. I mean, that's pretty good shooting. I don't know if they can continue that going forward. I don't think they will be able to but continue that's, that. But that'll get you a game. But you shoot like that, you're going to win. As well as to continue on the Celtics hot shooting, we're going to get a little nerdy for you guys right here. All right, we're going to get a little Zach Lowe. The Celtics had five players. Well, they had eight players play at least ten minutes. Both teams did. The Celtics had five of those eight players have an effective field goal percentage over 75%. Effective field goal percentage, for those of you that don't know, it basically accounts for the fact that a three-point shot is worth more than a two-point shot. Example, if you have player A who shoots four for ten from the field and makes two threes, and you have a player who shoot, player B who shoots five for ten from the field, they both have ten points. However, the, the actual field goal percentage, player A, would be 40%. Player B would be 50, but they would both have the same effective field goal percentage because the threes, the value, yes, the threes make the value of their 10 points the same. You got everybody got that? Yes. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yes. Okay. So as to the Warriors, who only had two players um, with an effective field goal percentage over 75, both of those players came off the bench. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to get it done. 
everybody with me so far. Any yeah. questions? No. <laughs> Any questions? No. Like a TED talk. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I can't, you know, I could. I'm I not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Brandon, I'm, I know why you're doing this. Yeah. Okay. You do. First of all, you're doing a great job. I, I do want to let you know that I'm, this isn't me bullshitting or being sarcastic no, or anything. I all right, or petty, or whatever. Uh, you're, you you obviously did your research. That's why we call well, you stats of research. Yes. But I just think it's really funny how he's been doing this for 20 minutes just because one person said it, and it's the pettiness from Brandon that I enjoy as to why he's doing That's it. That's exactly why. We're doing <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> you think this, this this took me like three hours? To do. I know. I legitimately watched the film. I legitimately watched the film. What did he tell us? He's like, you're not going to watch it. Exactly. He was like, you're not going to watch the game. We're like, you watched the film. And I I paused. I hit pause, took notes, replay. I I watched this game. (laughs) Don't play with me. (laughs) I fucking love it. I love every goddamn second of it. Uh, And our third. Is this the last key? This is uh the one, this is the last. Uh, I have a fourth one. It's kind of like a half key. There's okay. not a lot of talking points okay. on it. So is any you, one of them a major key? Would you say it was a low key? This is a major key. I was going to say, would you say it was a low key? God damn it. <laughs> this, this right here, actually, this is a major key. This is a major key because I believe, well, let me ask you a question first. All of you, all three of you, who do you think is the single most important player in this series on either team? On either, on, team? On either team? Yeah, single most important player. Draymond Green. I feel like that's a trick question. Draymond Green. Yeah, I, said Draymond I feel Green. like that's a trick question. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Uh, I would probably say Jason Tatum, Draymond Green. You got Jason Tatum or Draymond Green? Okay, mm-hmm. Khalil. I mean, those are gonna be either one of my answers. I'll be different and say Clay Thompson. And okay. Jason Tatum. No, I'm just picking one. Oh no, he said for both. No, 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 no he said one player. Oh, one person. Yeah, you can pick anybody, but for, oh, okay, for Jason team. Tatum. Jason Tatum, then. Okay, Jason all, Tatum. All of those are very, very good answers. But all if wrong. he rocks, all if of he them. rocks me with Marcus Smart, I swear to it's God, be Jordan Poole. <laughs> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, <laughs> the X factor of this series is Jordan Poole. Let me tell you why. Okay. Yes. All right. Tatum, obviously, you know. Which Tatum shows up, fair. Draymond Green, the linchpin of that defense that was so terrible in the fourth quarter. Clay Thompson, he's the supposed to be the, uh, the little co-star for Stephen Curry, got to show up. Mm-hmm. All very good points. But Jordan Poole is the most impl- important player in this series. In game one, he was two for seven from the field. One for five from three. He was a minus 19. He played 25 minutes. That doesn't sound good, coach. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound good. Actually, by the way, this was not the worst on the team. But And I'm assuming he was on the court for that whole fourth quarter, that 17 run. Um, he was on the court for most of it. I don't yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Cause um, now that doesn't sound good. It doesn't. But those are traditional stats, which are good, but sometimes they don't. They can be a little misleading sometimes. I went to the advanced stats. My favorite advanced stats: uh, efficiency rating. His offensive efficiency rating was ninety-two point three. Jordan Poole was the only player to play one minute, more than a minute, to have an offensive rating less than 100 in that game. (laughs) He was the only one. Um, His defensive rating was 131.4. Jesus Christ. Like I said, by the way, that was That's not, all-star game defense right that there. That was not worse on the team. <laughs> Otto Porter was actually worse than him. Not surprising. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Slow feet. Um, his net well, rating. Well, Chamberlain's his dad. 
No one can at me. They low-key do look kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> His uh, Jordan Poole's net rating in that uh, in the game was a, a minus thirty-nine point one. All of that is not very good. Um, and my question: I believe the, the Celtics can play him off the court, and mm-hmm. if they play him off the court, the Warriors are in trouble because Stephen Curry needs. He needs help. And going into my half point, the Warriors. Your low key? My low key, yes. That's the major key. This is the low key. The low key, the Warriors lack rim pressure. Wouldn't it be called a minor key? It would be a minor key. Do you know what it is? Another one. Oh, the Warriors lack somebody that can apply consistent rim pressure, and they don't have an inside presence. Like, they don't have somebody that you could throw the ball to in a post and get you a bucket. They don't have somebody that you can give the ball to. So like, like every like Warrior team ever. Yeah, you're right. However, this is a defense. Basically, what you're looking at doing is you're going to live and die by the three. Now, the Warriors get paint points different ways, particularly they get offensive rebounds, second-chance points. That's primarily how they get their points in the paint. But they don't have somebody that – they don't have a Jimmy Butler who you can give him the ball and say, look, just, like, we need to make this ugly. We need to grind this down a little bit. They're going to play fast, and the Boston Celtics like to play fast. You don't have somebody that can change the pace for you of this game. And the closest person they have to that would be a Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is capable of getting to the rim. Uh, basically, in this series – Jordan Poole is Tyler Hero. And if yeah, and the Celtics, I mean, I know Tyler Hero was hurt for the majority of that series, but in the games he did play, games one through three, he was not good. Um, he was not good at all. The Celtics made him, basically made him, it, I mean, the Heat really couldn't play him. Like, def- Tyler Hero is, a little, is better defensively than, Tyler, than uh, Jordan Poole because he tries, but, but, but not by a lot. Not by a lot. You know, you're on there with a – I mean, the Heat basically – they weren't getting enough offensively from Tyler Hero to make playing him worth it. And so, for me, Jordan Poole has to be able to stay on the court. If Jordan Poole can't give you enough on offense – and when I say enough, he doesn't – like, 15 points ain't cutting it. Jordan Poole needs to be sensational. He needs to come out here. He needs to give you 20 to 25 a night to make playing him on defense worth it. He doesn't do that. Warriors are in trouble. Is that, are you done, Brandon? I'm done. You're done. That is close. So with that segue, Mm -hmm. with all the stats, all the research that you pulled off, give me your series prediction. Me first. You first. I got Warriors in seven. Okay. Anything you want to back that up with? Or was it because of all your stats and research? No, I just think I think a lot of what we saw in Game One. Look, it was it was a bad collapse, no doubt. But like I said, a lot of the things that happened to cause that bad collapse, particularly on defense, are things that just aren't characteristic of the Warriors. It's not something they do. Um, whatever for whatever reason, why ever reason that happened, um, I don't know. But I I think the Warriors will get that fixed. They'll fix it. Draymond Green will be better. Um, I think they'll play. One thing I didn't mention is um, Kavon Looney was um, uh, not like 
the worst player on the court. He actually was really good. He helped them get a 26 to 15 edge on the second chance on uh, second chance points. Um, but he was bad in transition. He was terrible. And the Celtics abused that man in transition, particularly Al Horford. Uh, so I think you'll see a little bit less Kevon Looney. Um, I think the Warriors will go a little bit smaller, play a little more zone. I was going to say they were a lot, uh, a lot more effective when they were playing smaller. Yeah. So I think they'll do a lot, a lot more of that. Um, and, you know, they'll just fix those things. It'll be a tough series. Like, the Celtics are a good team with a good defense, and the Warriors um, are a roster. Like, their roster is they're, – they're not – I don't want to – I I don't want to say they're easy to defend because obviously they're not. Mm-hmm. However, they are one dimensional. They're one dimensional. Um, Very. That makes it that makes it a lot easier to defend them. And I think they need to. There are th- things the Warriors can do to to make it harder. Particularly, I think if they run more actions, um, at the, like dual actions, so they have a, a primary action going on on ball, and they have a secondary action going on off ball. That'll um, up, um, take up the attention of all the defenders on the court and force the, force the Celtics to communicate, which they've demonstrated at times, not just in game one, but in the playoffs that they can struggle to do from time to time. So I think if the – and that's the Warriors' better and better. That's how they kind of play. They run their action, run their systems, and that's kind of how they – that's how they go. So I think that could give them problems. And it'll be a tough series. It'll be back and forth. but. They've been there, done that before. They have uh, nobody on the Celtics has any finals experience. The Warriors, I believe, have it was like 163 games. Come that, that was going to be my reason as to why I picked the Warriors in yeah. seven as well. So I, I think they can get it done. Okay, Kalu. I'm taking Warriors in six, but basically just championship mentality. They've the, been there before. That one game loss isn't going <clears> to <throat> deter them from getting what they want. I think they're going to be able to get it done. Uh, They're definitely not losing the second game at home. Ain't no shot. I don't. I see can't that say that, but I, I I don't see that happening. Robert, I got uh Celtics. Oh, what am I talking about? Celtics. I got Warriors in six. My bad. So you both of you guys have the Warriors winning in Boston. There'd be nothing I'd love more. Same. I would love nothing fucking more same. Than that too. Remember earlier in the playoffs when I was saying that I was gonna like pick a guy and like start hating him. Mm-hmm. I want to hate Jason Tatum. I do. I low-key already do. Now's the perfect time to hit him. His little the Kobe tribute. Enough. 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 That's what I was going to ask. Am I like... He act like he's the only Kobe fan that am I was I? Am I like overstating this? is this? his moment. Am I like overstating this with the whole Celtic warm-up shit? Like, was that too much for me that to run nah, into? Was, he, he did too much. The okay. arm sleeve okay, was, was, okay, was well, enough for me. Well, you know what he's wearing tonight? A tribute to Kobe and Michael Jordan. <sighs> Oh, he went. Oh, so who's next? LeBron? You can't do that after going three for 17. Get out of here, man. <laughs> like, Jesus. Even Kobe wouldn't have went three for one. Well, yeah, he actually, yeah, I don't know why you said that. Time, yeah. One time, but yeah. <laughs> he also probably would have gotten to the line like 17 times. But he also wouldn't have had 13 assists. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, all right. So there's your basketball. Hopefully you enjoyed. Oh, uh, you know. No, I know. Hold on. I was saying it for Dion's sake with the stats and research, all right? But we have a coaching change already. Uh, no one that was on anyone's radar, honestly. Uh, 
Dave, Dave, what is it? Davin Harm? Darvin. Darvin Ham. Yeah, that, he he was on. Hell, <laughs> you get harm from. <laughs> I reversed it. Wow. I reversed it. He he actually has been on a lot of people's radars. He's one of. He's a very good coach. I meant for the Lakers. No, he was on. Because we we didn't talk about him being going to the Lakers. Oh, we had, I mean, we I had Snyder. No, 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 no. Snyder is a guy I think they should have hired. Um, I don't think he wanted to go there. But I don't. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to go there. I, I wouldn't if I were him either. Um, Darvin Ham is a great coach. Um, he's been an assistant with several teams, and he's done a phenomenal job. He's, one of, he's very highly thought of around the league. Um, great hire. I think he's a, he's a good coach. I think he'll be great. Um, I'm not sure that he's going to be great in that job. Um, and I won't lie to you. I'm a little concerned that um, he, he could possibly – Possibly be a Fisdale situation here. Oh, yeah. Skedios. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think he's he's a great coach. I think he I think he could help that team, particularly Anthony Davis. However, you know, the Lakers, particularly, you know, their front office, Genie Bus, a lot of people, the Rambuses, a lot of people, the Rambuses. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that have no business um, meddling. What do you mean, Magic's back? Yeah, he has no business meddling, like I said. Um, oh, well. Okay. A lot of people. Come on, dog. Magic. He got LeBron there. I missed something. Magic's back LeBron for real? was going there anyway. Okay. He said what? Did I miss something? Magic's back for real? They, no, they like, he's, he's back not, to consulting, allegedly. He's not in the organization. He's just one of like the hundred million people that GD Bus can So, like Jerry West and winning the pay, time? Payroll to just not really do anything, kind of just walk around. Literally, literally he's not on the payroll, I don't think. But he's yeah. not on the payroll. She literally, like, if you ever. Isn't that Jerry West in winning league. time? Yeah, but eventually he became on the payroll. That's different. Yeah. Like he wasn't just and he and Magic's not rocking the team. He's on ESPN. Dude, literally everybody who has ever put on a Lakers jersey, GD Bus consults for anything. It's ridiculous. So anyway, um, by the way, I will say though, I don't think they'll let him do his job. That's with Darvin. Yeah, that's my concern. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's it's. We, I mean, we know how it is. It's a, it's a LeBron James show. So just whatever LeBron allows will probably happen. I mean, they had Frank Vogel. Like they were, they were given like supposedly a front office was like telling like Frank Vogel who he can and who he should and not should like can and can't start. Like he had, he wanted to like bring Russell Westbrook off the bench. They said nope. And the front office told him no. Like that's the type of thing the Lakers do. That's why they've been a disaster. Um the last like outside of the championship, they've been a disaster. So yeah. uh anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Okay. You have anything to say about By that? By the way, speaking of Quinn Snyder, he did step down today. Yeah. As the coach of the Jazz. Oh, oh he did? Yeah, he stepped down. Said they needed a new voice. They need a new voice. Take to, to oh, elevate. Was it a mutual disagreement? No, it looked like no, all parties. Like Baker yeah. Mayfield situation. No, I don't think. Oh, it was okay. else. No, I think I think they he stepped down on his own. Um, it had been rumored for a while. Rob, yeah, your, your thoughts on the hire? Um, I mean, good to see another uh, black coach get hired. I guess so. That's a plus. Yeah, shout out to the NBA. Fifteen black. Fifteen coaches. NFL. Where you at? Mike McDaniel is a part of that. Not Mike McDaniel. Not technically he is. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Mike McDaniel. Yeah, I always get them confused because of the Mick. Um, actually, or is it because they're black? McCarthy and McDaniel. <laughs> uh, actually, have an Ask Tribe question. First time in a long time. Uh, which will probably be a pretty decent segue for the next thing on our little uh dashboard here. Okay. Um, 
Ask Drive question. From anonymous. From anonymous. Oh no. From anonymous. Anonymous seems like mobile. Is it actually anonymous or you? you It's anonymous. Okay, go ahead. All All right. Is the band? Can you tell me the name off the air? No. Is <laughs> is the band build still a thing? Yes, it's just not yeah. now. Okay. Nobody said we was trading Bam. Come on, let's, let's, let's comment down, guys. Bam I, okay, build. relax, Tom. That that wasn't the question at hand. Okay. The question at hand was: Are we still trying to build around Bam? At one point, no one ever said to lose Bam to trade. Bam. I'm just saying because after last week, there there the streets were they're ready to get rid of anybody. For somebody That's else. how it always uh, for, is for, after a playoff. Just loss. for clarification, for Luca, yes, I don't know. No, I know I wasn't talking about that. I wasn't talking about y'all. Talking about like Twitter. Listen, everyone the, wants to get rid of someone when we lose. That's how it is. It happens in every team in every sport across every league. Okay, I'm asking the question: Is the band build still part of the quote unquote process? Of course, of course. I can't. Course. I can't wait for Jason Tatum. The three band, years. Come on. Now. The band build is absolutely a thing. The band build is just not now. You have Jimmy Butler playing at such a high level. Quite frankly, a a, a superstar level, top ten player in the league level. Um, Kyle Lowry's still going to be on the team for a couple more a, years. You have Kyle. Yeah, you have Kyle Lowry on the team for a few more years. Like you. You you know eventually this will transition to Bam, but right now it's about now it's about Jimmy Butler, and you got to win it with Jimmy Butler. Wait, what what, what what's the problem? I just need a water. Okay. <laughs> Everything I do is oh, no. He did it because me and him made eye contact. Pause. All right, because there ain't no fucking shot. <laughs> there ain't no shot. You said Kyle Lowry. We both looked at each other like. Yeah, look, all <laughs> They're not is, trading Kyle, so the, stop it. The rumors about Kyle's conditioning is already starting to come up. So, I, well, it, Coach Mo said he will be in the best condition of his I life starting the so. season. Okay, mm-hmm. listen, all right. Just gotta get him out of Toronto. Whether, the question wasn't how good Kyle Lowry is or how big a part of the team he is. He's gonna be on the team. That's what it is. That's all it is. All He'll right. just be on the team for two more years, okay? And then you it'll go by to, fast. Don't and, worry. And by the he way, he's the fast. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's not nice. That's a night. Nice, you know, he had a rough season this year. He had a, he was dealing with some family he had issues. Some family issues. Yeah, and I'm he was in Philly. I'm not knocking you know, for family issues. You know, the food up not, in Philly be eating. Be that big. I'm just Stop come it. on, love. come on. If you with your family, get the home cooking, and you in Philly, you might go get you some Philly cheese steaks. Like, you might blow up a little bit. Big country. <laughs> I ain't got time for none of that. <laughs> the uh, okay, easy for so you to by say, the way, bro. just real quick to answer anonymous over there. Um, well, to add to what I was saying about your anonymous question over there um the bam build does not mean bam will be the best player on the team that's what i was also explaining to them okay that's not what that means Uh, that's what i was explaining to them that means bam will be a just like he is now a component a core component of yeah um and we don't have to go deep into it because i believe robert and i plan to do an episode around um this kind of thing around free agency time yep yeah that is why my my guy I go trade for, my second star I go trade for is Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Can I ask you, when is the band build going to start? Do you have a max time limit on when it starts? Um, it will probably start, well, honestly, it kind of depends on how long Jimmy Butler can play at the can play uh, at high level. level. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of factors. Like That's part of it. The other part could be like maybe Bam is the best player. 
like maybe you know in in two or three years bam takes his game up two three four notches and and is is like just there's no ceiling bam is the guy that we all think he could be i mean he's only like what 25 uh, yeah he's still young he's not he's just entered his prime um, athletically yeah you, he's still even, got, mm-hmm. you can even argue he hasn't really reached it yet he's like 25 um you traditionally the prime is kind of like 26 27 28 that that's kind of when it um starts so um you know he could be a um you you don't know uh, if bam takes his game up you know two three notches in the next couple years and like surpasses jimmy and it's like clear that bam is the best player on the team then you know maybe that's when the transitional start start to happen It'll, and it's not necessarily that they'll trade jimmy butler or anything like that it's just you'll see the focus will shift from jimmy um it being like kind of clearly jimmy's show to all right well well, Bam is the number one guy, and like Jimmy's just Jimmy is there, is there a is his support guy. So, a lot of different things kind of factor into when. But if you're telling me to give you an answer now, I would say at least no less no less than three years. Okay, Rob, you have the same agreement. Yeah, basically, I think once because uh, Jimmy did sign the extension, yeah, Jimmy but I don't five more years. I believe. But I don't think I don't think he's gonna finish that contract in Miami. Because he's thirty five. No, he's no, like thirty two. Thirty three. Thirty three. Okay. He won't he won't finish that contract in Miami. Okay. I'm pretty sure of that. All right. So let's keep it more basketball for Dion's sake. Uh we like to keep it fun around here and it's a slow news week, you know? So Robert, uh the CEO over there brought up the question. Uh there's a lot of duos in the NBA right now. Uh your personal takes. What would be the quote-unquote coldest duo in the NBA right now? And, Robert, since you posed the question, I automatically assume that you have an answer. I have a couple, but I'm going to go with the first one that I thought of when it came up to my head. So the first two players are probably the coldest duo in the NBA. I think everybody would love watching them play. I think, oh, we, so should, this is like, I think okay. we should define coldest first. Okay, go ahead. Give All the definition right. of the coldest. So basically the backstory of how this came out is I was talking with Robert, and I told him that Shaq and Penny – is the coldest duo of all time. I can agree. Not the best, not the most successful, not the, you know, most talented or, you know, whatever you want, all that different stuff. Obviously, they, they didn't win anything. But they played together for six years. It was fun. It was exciting. And, and like, we talk so much about players, how much how a player's value is based on how much they win, like how many rings they have. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't win jack shit together. And they got an Eastern Conference Championship. Yeah, that's about it. They, won, they won one Eastern yeah. Conference Championship. Blame Nick Anderson. And they, we the still talk 30. about them today. And they have a 30 for 30. As they well deserve to. And on top of that, like, just them two personally, they're still very fond of each other. And they even talk that they should have never broken up. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not necessarily about who's, who would be the best team, who would win the most, who would be the most dominant. Who do you think would be the coldest playing together? Think, think like WWE kind of. Like, tag team. Yeah, who would be like the coldest tag team? Of all time, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. They're cold. They're cold. Uh, who you got? Not Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, let's take it back to basketball. So go ahead, Robert. All right. So I got... Wardell Curry and 
why? LeBron James. You like I did the dramaticness? <laughs> I fucking hate you. You like I put that together? That was so unnecessary. I like how I did that though. Oh, can you explain why? Oh, it would just be fun. I mean, LeBron would be like getting stuff the ball. People would be like paring to pay attention. To, it'd be like pretty fun. Steph Curry would be playing off the ball. I mean, besides, even it'd probably be more entertaining than when he played with like KD, in my opinion. Probably. Because LeBron James can do, he, he can, you know, he gets better facilitator. He probably gets stuff the ball. I mean, like, kind of like how you see in the All Star game. Now, the All Star game, obviously, they're not really playing a lot of defense. But just like imagine, like, if a team had the game plan for like LeBron, Steph Curry, Curry and LeBron James. Yeah. And LeBron James and Steph Curry pick a roll with. Uh, with LeBron as the role man having the ball in the same way Draymond would, that would be nasty. That's that would be nasty. That so would be nasty. I, that would be like my first one. But uh, I'll let y'all go ahead before I come up to many other ones. Brandon, do you have any one off the top of your head? I do. I actually have two. One I'll save as an honorable mention maybe at the okay. end because I don't think anybody will say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with my first one. Mm-hmm. Luka and Giannis. I have Giannis in mind. Is that yours? Was that yours? That was literally mine. <laughs> yours was Luca and Giannis? Yes. Oh, man. That would be cold. Hey, bro, that would be cold, right? <laughs> That'd be interesting. I, I don't think mine would work. What's yours? Well, what's yours? I don't, I don't know if it would work. It doesn't have to work. Shaq uh, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah, we're not saying it's they, fun. It's just a fun team to watch. You'd like to see them you play together. You don't have together. to win rings. You're just, we're out here selling tickets. <laughs> Merchandise. Yeah, man. Big Gian- business. Giannis, Giannis is a part of it. But if he ever plays, uh, I would like to see Kyrie and Giannis together. I think mm, that that's would, interesting. I think that would that's be pretty I think that would be pretty cold. Okay. Honestly. Khalil, you got one? I think that would be a disaster, by the way. It would be. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said it like that. <laughs> Do you have another one? Not really. I'm I got one. To think. We should have talked about this before. <laughs> At this point, I'm just th- I'm trying to think of just exciting. Not even well, do something you that would necessarily I could buy you some time and give you my honorable mention. All right, go ahead. I low-key think it'd probably be, like, it wouldn't be more, it might not be more successful, but I think it would be colder. What? Butler and Embiid. Well, we've already seen that. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was like. I yeah, thought about it, but we already seen it. But, like, but like you get them, they had Damn, a lot. I had Embiid. It wasn't, it wasn't like a true duo. It, you had them together, but you had you had Tobias Harris in there messing things up. Ben Simmons out here being a little pussy. Okay, all I'm right. I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about. You get. <laughs> you get Jimmy and Bam. Get Jimmy and Bam in Miami. That would be cold. J- you mean Jimmy and Embiid? Oh, Jimmy and Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. In, okay. in Miami, that would be cold. All right, I got one for you. I have okay. Like, that would be like that would be like Bad Boys Pistons type code. Okay, that'd be that'd be interesting. Well, Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. No, no, I don't even want to say mine anymore. All right, why? What's yours? Because mine also had Embiid too, and then he fucking took Embiid. You just take. Well, it mine don't have Embiid. In. All right, go go. I got I got Joker, mm-hmm. and instead of Jamal Murray, I'm giving him an upgrade. I'm giving him lollipop here. I'm giving him iceberg. That's very. That'd be very fun to watch. They can't play a lick of defense. They're not winning any series. But that's like when Irison and Melo got together. What about? What about? Did you come up with yours yet? Because I'll say this. What about Luca and Jokic? Riders block. <laughs> Luca and who? Jokic. Luca and Jokic. 
That'd be good. I've tried that on two games. Oh, like it's not really fun. Right not now. as fun. It'd be it, the athleticism would just be miserable. You'd have to surround them with. Like, oh, I figured it out. Oh, what? what we got? Breaking news. Giannis and John Morant. Ooh. That's what I want to see. Ooh, just like fuck that. it. Just jump out the gym. Okay. Move. Get out the way. I like Ooh. that. That like fast that. break would be. Yeah. That fast. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mine was uh, my second one. I guess was Dame and Embiid. I don't know why, but those just two popped into my head. Damon and Embiid. That's yeah. not a bad like option. I don't think it'd be terrible. Would it be great? I think it'd just be like, meh. Meh. Nah. 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 Embiid'll probably miss like thirty games a year. Probably both of them. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this one. That sounds like a duo the Knicks would put together. <laughs> but like at the end of their careers. Yeah. Yeah. This one I would <laughs> like, but this player is kind of like it would have to be the earlier version of this player. But I think it would have been pretty awesome if you had had Giannis and uh, Porzingis together before the before the injuries. The two unicorns. So like the like rookie season Porzingis basically. First two first two three years in the year in the season in the league. Yeah, that's definitely when he was rookie. just like blocking shots and just shooting threes and he was catching lobs. Putting him next to Giannis would be pretty nasty. I that version it, of of him. Uh, it'd be interesting. That's like a way better upgrade but than the Bro- only Lopez. thing is who who plays the five. Giannis. He has no. Nah, uh, KP KP could play the five. In KP terms of what, five, offensively? Very good. KP at the... Uh, yeah. But then Giannis can play the five. Giannis can play the five. Well, the best version of Giannis the, is at the five. Giannis would play the five defensively, I guess. Yeah, but, but I mean... that means KP's playing the four, and then that, that's... Like, who's that helping? I'm, I'm just saying, it was, it was like... I didn't say... That's not helping nobody. We've seen KP at the four. You know what they did? Uh, Shipped him off to Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Did, well, I mean, that's that. But that was him, like that was like. Tried to play him at the but that's five, that's like was, injuries, KP. Anyway, I'm not buying. I'm not selling my KP stock anyway. I still think he like him as like a third option in a couple years is going to be really good. Psych. When he gets to like the Al Horford version of his career, where he's not like looked at as like a star player anymore, and he's just kind of like a, like a high quality role player, I think it'll be good. Like Andrew Bogut, like that type of Barnani, that type of Barnani, type of level. No. No, nah, I'm 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 not selling my stock. Dude, that company right. already went bankrupt. You're basically the one blockbuster store still open in Alaska. <laughs> but we still in business, baby. Okay. Oh my god. Any more duos? I can't think of any. No? No. I mean, can we can we go like, like Can we put James Harden and Ben Simmons on the team together? Just see how fun that would look. How entertaining that would be. No, we'll quit if, on the other person get first. like an NBA version of Hard Knocks, I'm down. Okay. Did somebody say Luke and Embiid already? No, no but no. I don't think I'd really want to see that. I think I do. I don't, I don't think I would. I, I, you know I'd want to see with Embiid? It would be funny. Ant-Man. <laughs> I could get behind that. Instead of him having Cat, you'd have um, he'd have Embiid. A be, yeah. A real basketball <laughs> player. Hey, 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 hey. Watch it. The last time, you know, when I saw Cat last William. on TV in a State Farm commercial, getting his ass kicked by a 2K gamer. Okay, I see Chris Paul on commercial. <laughs> last time I saw him on the court, he was getting his ass whooped by Luca. I yeah. saw that too. Mm-hmm. But okay. you know what Luca is? What? One of the greatest players you've ever seen. Okay. I don't know who the hell that 2K player was, but that wasn't real. It was commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, watch it. Watch it, bro. I'm just saying. Ten toes. I'm. I'm just saying. Ten. Toes. I just feel like whoever his agent is should be fired. Ten toes. I mean, you put, 
You you put up <laughs> you put up those performances in the playoffs while a State Farm commercial is running with you getting dogged out on the court. By I mean that happened with Trey Young too. To be honest, with a lot of people. Yeah, that's, the, that's what we call the Baker Mayfield syndrome. Yeah, what does Baker Mayfield get for that shit? I'm just saying. <laughs> mm. Just saying. All right, we'll talk about Baker in another episode. Like PR, PR wise. Yeah, we don't need to talk about good. Baker. We yeah. need to talk about the Browns. Cause the what? The Browns. Oh, the Browns in general. Oh. Uh, are we gonna do that? I told him we didn't have. No, to. I told him we ain't doing this today. Not doing that today. No, not today. We're looking for a slower week when we just need. We need to grasp yeah, for something. Yeah, we need content. Oh, yeah. this isn't a slow week. Do you want to edit now? Because I did. know you want to edit I'm all the... an hour. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I've gotten to it. You want to do this now? No, I'm saying I'm, I'm good with the show now. Oh, we don't got to keep going okay, after that. Okay, I don't need right, anything. Right. Nah, we do. That's a thirty minute conversation. Let's just right. let's let that pass us by. Okay. Okay. Khalil. Final thoughts. Oh, Jesus. He wasn't prepared. He's never. No, he wasn't. Um, I don't know. Just say what All you always say. All of my team is lost. Eh, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm just sitting around. You sound depressed. <laughs> I'm just sitting it's okay. around. The um, countdown to free agency has already begun. That is true. July 1st, baby. I'm do we ready have for football to come back. Do we have a draft pick this season? No. Yes, we do. Oh, we do? Okay. We have the 28th. Pick and mm-hmm. draft, I believe. I think it's 28th. Okay. 20, 28th or 29th? 20. Okay. I don't know. That be, wouldn't it be 28th? Yeah, because, the, yeah, I think it's the 28th. Yeah, we got past the. But your final thoughts, I'm sorry. Fight the power. There you go. <laughs> That's it? That's you said you were excited for football. Yeah, I'm excited for football to come back, but that's it. Ain't nothing else really going on. So. What? It, it, there's no F1 today? <laughs> I th- uh, uh, time's a flat circle, but I think it's next weekend. It should be. Oh. But yeah, they, nah, there was All the days there. are the same. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Brandon? Um, I, like I said, the countdown to free agency has begun. Uh, and the draft. I'm very excited for the draft. I'm excited for the draft as well. A lot of interesting prospects there. Um, we'll probably do an episode on it. Maybe. We'll see. Getting nerdy with it. I'll be there. I'm excited. All right. It'll That's be Monday. <laughs> It'll be Monday. June 6th. No business and That's your Georgia Bulldogs you are still your national championships. National champions, goddammit. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Um, so there's that. Uh, I'm excited for football to be back. Waiting for it. Um, what else, bro? Oh, fuck you, Joe Girardi. <laughs> uh, Dion, hope you liked the episode. Never want to hear you again. Um, you never do so. <laughs> yeah, it won't be you. It'll be him. True. Yeah. What else? Oh, Tyler Hero, bad guy. Who would have no, thought? But, but, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No. Not today. Not on my watch. No. Who would have thought? Huh? Stop. Bad guy. I'll mute you. Just stop. Leave that man alone. Ben's not. He's 22. Just leave that boy alone. Mm. He's grown. He got a kid. That don't make you grown. And we all know that. Mm. Okay. You want to act grown? That doesn't make you grown. All right. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. This has been the latest and greatest episode from the Tribe Talk podcast. We will see y'all next week. We out. I'm sorry, Katia. Oh, This has been another five star production.